0: Crazy criminals were busy this week in Florida. Here's what's on The Docket with Karen Curtis. This week on the docket. It just doesn't make sense, really. You know? I just, it, I couldn't have, uh, uh, imagine it. A Miami Gardens woman told her neighbors she killed her husband and buried him in the backyard. Even if I didn't live close, it would be kind of eerie to hear that, you know, somebody's buried and you see a piece of plywood over the hall. 50-year-old Cleo Trice says she just snapped and admitted to killing and burying an 81-year-old man with whom she lived. Cleo is behind bars, charged with second-degree murder. A female claiming she killed her husband. So you were arrested for one count of second-degree murder. There's probable cause for the charge. I have to hold you with no bonds. Cleo allegedly told her neighbor that she hit her former lover in the head and strangled him to death. She then dug a shallow grave in the backyard and put his body in it and covered it with a piece of plywood. Regis Johnson and Aranda Tillman. The parents of an almost three-year-old girl who was just bones and skin and only weighed nine pounds when she died have been arrested in Polk County. Here's Sheriff Grady Judd. At such a heartbreaking sight. Basically, it was just bones and skin. A relative who lived with the couple and the child in Davenport watched the baby, who was born weighing six pounds two years ago, slowly shrivel up and die. He finally called 911, when she stopped breathing. When this baby died, she couldn't stand, she couldn't talk, she couldn't walk because of these people. The Department of Children and Families did investigate the couple back in 2019 because the baby wasn't gaining weight and closed the case because the couple was compliant with an improvement plan and now investigators have found out that the mother is pregnant again and when that child's born then that child will be placed with some loving people that will raise and take care of that child because our goal is she's never out of prison again is supposed to cover losses that occur as a result of windstorm casualty. It's not supposed to be a warranty for your roof. That's State Representative Tom Fabrizio, who represents South Florida. He says during this week's special legislative session on the property insurance crisis, lawmakers are going to get to the bottom of roof scams. Public adjusters and other folks that are going out there targeting homes, knocking on doors, saying, hey, listen, I can get you a free roof. And oh, by the way, let me give you this $500 gift card so I go up on your roof and examine. You won't have to pay a penny. Your insurance carrier is going to pay for Florida's chief financial officer, Jimmy Petronas, also announced several new proposals targeting fraud as a part of the special session on insurance reform. And now, the worst terrorist on Earth struck in Sebring, Florida. Mother Nature. You can't mess with Mother Nature. Yeah, Florida man Rod Murphy survived a near lightning strike. Oh, you get knocked out. You don't know what's going to happen. And I thought I was a goner. Murphy stepped outside his Sebring home, and out of nowhere, lightning struck his neighbor's front yard. The impact was so powerful it sent chunks of ground flying 20 feet into the air and the whole thing was caught on his doorbell camera. You know how sometimes you can hear a big bolt of lightning uh, explode and you say, whoa, that was close. Well, this literally was close. His wife was concerned but had a good laugh. We were like, oh my goodness, this is horrible. And funny at the same time, but horrible. According to the Lightning Safety Council, the bolt came from a storm that was ten miles away. I have the viral doorbell video of the lightning strike at our website, A50WFTL.com. There are good people out there that will put themselves ahead of you to make sure you're okay. And, and I think that's wonderful. A Florida woman is grateful for her good Samaritan guardian angels. They were captured on a viral video running into a busy intersection last week as Lori Rabior suffered a medical condition and lost consciousness. Consciousness behind the wheel of her car. All of this unfolded in a busy Boynton Beach intersection and Rabier's car slowly rolled into oncoming traffic. It was finally brought to a stop by concerned citizens and friends. I just start running and tell everybody move out of the way, move out of the way. The only thing I was trying to do is open the door and put it in parking and see if she was alive or not. That's Lori's co-worker Jeanette Rivera. She was the first person to run out into the intersection to help. The 63-year-old has nothing but gratitude for those who did save her. I wish I was a million- I'd buy them all a boat or a house or something. I, I I don't know how to thank them. I just don't have the words. I I, I don't know what to say to them except thank you and, and give them a hug. And the FAA is investigating a plane crash on a Hallover inlet bridge involving a single-engine Cessna that lost engine power. The plane hit an SUV head-on. One passenger in that plane has died, two others in critical condition. The mother and her two children in the SUV suffered non-life-threatening injuries. The plane carrying three people was traveling from Key West to Fort Lauderdale. That wraps up the docket. Case closed.